Hello and welcome to Babe Cave. I am Amanda Pollock and this is Baby Babe episode number two, The Body Talk. I brought my good friend Callie Blunt, who is a YouTube personality, food stylist, career woman, boss babe, all of the things, confetti, sprinkles, we were just talking about ice cream, <laughs> um, with peanut butter cups in there. Uh, yeah. But I, yeah, girl. Uh, but I brought her on because we have had some really good talks about our bodies when we were younger. And I felt like she just had so many good insights that would help the baby babes of the world. Uh, Callie, thank you so much for being on the show. Oh my gosh. Amanda, I'm so honored. And of all the things that you said about me, I think career woman was definitely my favorite. I love that. But you are. <laughs> For some reason, it made me think of like a really like confident lady in like a pinstriped like suit. And she was yes. like rocking. It was like just knew 100% what was going on with her life. She had it together, and that made me really happy. <laughs> well, when we met up for my birthday not too long ago, you did mm -hmm. have that that pink uh, blazer on. Yes. With, so the uh, you're there. Oh, you're my there. word. Yeah, I'm getting there, sis. I just think there's, like, something so cool about women, like, quote-unquote career women, the way they dressed in the 70s. It was, like, so just bold. <laughs> They were like, yes. kill like they would wear like crazy bell bottom pants, but then they would be like with a blazer, with a turtleneck, and big old earrings, and they looked so cool. So, is that what we're gonna do next? I think I really mark my words. This is the body episode, which means we can also talk about fashion. The mm -hmm. bell bottom pants are gonna make a comeback. I believe this with I've all seen my them heart recently. Okay, so, so you know, there I you go. Feel it. Listen, you felt it and it happened. So <laughs> believe in for it. Anyway, I'm so happy yeah. to be here. Love you, dearly. Yes. Yes. So honored I to be any way, shape, or form. You just tell me I'm there. Love it. And and yeah, I uh, <laughs> I anytime that you want to be here, I love it. I think that especially jumping into all of these baby babe episodes, I, you know, for this one, it's really kind of the first, the, as far as like with, uh, talking to a good friend about experiences. And I feel like starting with our bodies is really mm -hmm. like the only way to begin because, you know, middle yeah. school and high school, your body is just changing constantly. And I think at least this was true for me, but it, I was like, I don't even know what's happening. Yeah. Oh Nobody's my word. Story about it. Yes. Really because no one's talking about it. Like the and when we mentioned this earlier, you know, your bodies are constantly changing, right? Like from the mm -hmm. time you're born, even when you get older, when you're past puberty, like you're changing, but especially in those years of middle school and high school, so much is shifting in your life, you know? And I think that when nobody talks about it, that you just yes. start to feel ashamed because yes. you don't, you don't want to talk about, okay, so, you know, I guess we can, you know, talk too about, I mean, it's, it's the weight, right? Or it's like how yeah. your 
faces changing or how you're fitting in clothes. And it feels weird to talk about it with somebody else because it's almost like if you talk about it, then someone's going to notice you even though like your your mom or a sister or a grandparent or, you know, a family member or or an older woman who you trust, you're kind of afraid because even though... They see you for whatever reason you think talking about it is going to make you more vulnerable. Absolutely. And I think my story stems from my experience with an older woman, particularly at my church that I knew and I trusted that spoke something over the way that my body was looking and changing that caused me a lot of anxiety, a lot of unnecessary angst. That only looking back on now, after I've gone through some inner healing stuff and realizing, whoa, like that was not okay. The way I she made me feel was not okay. And that should not, that message that I carried with me has not been a positive one. You know what I mean? And I mm-hmm. want young girls and young women to know that other what other people say about how your body's changing and what other people say about how you look does not determine how you feel and what you need to be true about yourself. That you are more than the way your body looks. And I think especially when you're in that season where your body's changing so much, you almost feel like you can get wrapped up in, oh, is my identity changing too? Because for so long I've looked this one way. And sometimes we think that that way that we look represents who we are on the inside. And actually, who you are on the inside is is constant. It is the same, despite the way your physical body may be changing in your life, you know? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Do you want to talk a little bit about what that was like? Yeah. Um, yeah, like how, because I think we all have that defining, mo- there's a defining moment for a lot of us. There's a turning point. And Mm -hmm. I think it's really important for people to also just hear what other people's turning points were because they might not know that, oh, hey, that instance that I can't stop thinking about, that actually meant something. Totally. Oh my gosh, totally, Amanda. Well, so my story is this, you know, growing up, I was always tall. You know, I was always than all the boys, you know, I remember mm-hmm. even in elementary school having a crush guy. And I think one of the guys, the reason why I liked him is because he was as tall as me. Because <laughs> I was always <laughs> taller than everyone else. Um, so I was always taller. And I also always sort of felt bigger than all the other girls. Like, I just felt like I was taking up so much space compared mm. to other girls my age. And I even remember, I even remember going back to third and fourth grade, seeing some of the girls in my class who were so petite and so small and I was tall and I was athletic. I went through kind of like a more, um, like I'll call it like a fluffy phase, like in fifth and sixth grade, just (laughs) body started to shift. And I was like, I just didn't quite understand it. Um, but between sixth and seventh grade, I shot up even taller. So I grew, I think it was something crazy, Amanda, like five inches over the summer, five or six inches. Oh my word. And so I, yeah, so I went from being like already tall to being about my height now, which I'm five, nine and a half, I think. 
So I think probably I went from being like five, three to five, eight, you know, I mean, it was an extreme jump of height. And because of that shift over the summer, I all of a sudden got really thin, like, because I, I grew so fast and my body was still catching up with it. And I distinctly remember I was at a church event and an older woman in my church came up to me and she um, was, you know, kind of talking to my mom. And then she later came up to me. And actually, I think this was it was it. We weren't at church. Actually, we were at a makeup counter near our church. And I was looking at makeup, kind of exploring makeup you know, like for the first mm-hmm. time, kind of like looking and um, she to me and she said, Callie, you know, are you doing all right? And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing great. And she goes, I've just noticed that you, you're very thin. Are, are you anorexic? Mm. And I didn't really even know what that meant. Like, I was just like, mm. what? Like, I, what? And um, because at that point, like, our generation's a little different. Like, we didn't really talk about eating disorders as openly, I feel like, back in the 90s. <laughs> I mean, Mm -hmm. they existed Mm -hmm. and they were happening, but like, it wasn't necessarily an open conversation for someone to say that to you was like very embarrassing, like very sort of shameful thing. And that was the first time I remember thinking like, oh, something's wrong with me and I don't know it because the way that my body looks like I'm there's, I just remember feeling very embarrassed and very like, what's wrong with me? Like, and Mm -hmm. It was kind of from that point on that I just was was just tall and, and thin. And uh, having people, I remember even in college, I had someone be like, are you, do you eat? Are you Mexican? They asked me the same thing. And if anyone knows me, they know that I, I mean, food is my world. <laughs> food is mm-hmm. my job is what I do. And so um, it just was very hurtful. But but looking back on that now and the lessons that lean from that, a lot of lessons is that someone's opinion of you and someone's um, whatever someone may say or verbalize to you about how they think you look on the outside does not determine how you feel on the inside. And what happened in that moment, though it has taken me a long time to work through, is not reality or authentic or true. And I think that as women, sometimes we just feel like and Amanda, you and I talked about this, like there are areas of our life that people can comment on. And, and even as a young woman, someone can comment on your grades or your hobbies or your special talents. And we can, if somebody says something negative, we can just shrug that off. But there's something about when someone speaks something over your body and your appearance that can be deeply wounding and mm-hmm. you feel particularly vulnerable, especially at an age like that where your hormones are changing and so much changing it was just a really tough experience. Well, it also wasn't coming from a place of genuine concern. Right, right. right. Like, I think you can tell when someone is you know, genuinely concerned. They're like, hey, I right. just wanted to touch base and make sure that everything was okay. Or, you know, those those are things that, that should happen, but what what you're explaining though what you're talking about is not that and it's it's just an assumption like I I've I've seen this a lot more especially with you know some some girls cannot hold weight some of them their metabolisms work so fast that yeah their their bodies just you know it just evaporates everybody's bodies are different and I think that 
what you're really told, especially middle school, high school, is you need to look this one kind of way. And it's so right. hard to get into that box because that yeah. box is not real. It's yes. not fake. What are we what are we really striving for? And mm. I, you have the whole thing too of, you know, people if you gain weight, you know, as your bodies are changing, people make those comments. And Earth. you know, I think that I think the one, though, to me that seems the one that doesn't get talked about a lot because they're like, oh, well, you're really thin and people are saying things to you that shouldn't matter. But I think that's especially if somebody asks if you have an eating disorder and even yeah. now that would, you know, even now that would be hurtful. And I'm sure, too, as a grown yeah. woman, people have probably said things to you, you know, mm -hmm. oh, you need to eat a cheeseburger. Oh, you need to. You know, that's kind of like I. Uh, a go-to, I think, for people yeah. who see someone who's just thin and like, does it, is that really going to change anything? Like right. making those comments, it's not kind, it's not considerate. It's, mm -hmm. if you really are concerned, you're not even speaking to what an issue could be. Yes. So good, friend. So good. And yeah, and I would just say like, um, you know, I'm a big believer in like proverbs and I love like, like I'm sort of like an old soul. Right? Like I just always have sort of <laughs> you loved, <are>. like, <laughs> like there's no sort soul. of you are. <laughs> I am an old soul. I remember someone when I was in high school gave me a book called Diary of an Old Soul and I just loved it. It was like poetry by George MacDonald, who I love. And there's so there's something about proverbs I love, and there's a proverb that says, "Above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life." And mm -hmm. I think, particularly when it comes to our bodies, we can feel so vulnerable, and we can feel so like heart tied to whatever people say about us. Um, and I would just encourage young women to like have someone in your life that if someone comes to you and says something like that, that you can go to and say. Someone said this about my body and it makes me feel, it makes me feel this way. And just having like a safe person that you can have an open conversation about with your body, about your body is so key because I think at that age I had my mom, but there was no one really else. You know what I mean? And I think there's something so valuable about having a safe person in your life that you can share that with and process through. Cause when you're, when you're left your own, I know when we, when we feel ashamed, we kind of want to hide and isolate, but it's so much healthier and so much better for your well-being if you can just tell someone, you know, and I wish I had that at the time. Oh, yeah. I, I wish I would have done a lot of things <laughs> differently, but. <laughs> That's uh, why we have this, right? It can help. I, <laughs> I hope so. Uh, yeah. I remember it was the beginning of eighth grade. I had stopped playing sports and. I suddenly, you know, since I wasn't being active, I gained a lot of weight and, yeah. and grew all over my body. And then, you know, yeah. had, ha had breasts and I didn't know what to do with them. And yeah. you feel weird and uncomfortable talking mm -hmm. about bras or whatever. Yeah. These, just gen these basic, basic garments that. It, you shouldn't be ashamed of, but 
you know, I just, I felt uncomfortable. Like I, I remember looking in the mirror and feeling like, I don't feel like that's Amanda. Wow. Yeah. And I know, and years later, my mom and I had had these talks and, you know, she had noticed that I had put on, you know, weight. And I think that she was so scared of saying the wrong thing that she didn't say anything. And yeah. I I think that it would be hard to be a mom, you know, to, I think that for anyone listening, if it's a, a parent or a guardian, older sister, whoever, uh, for the most part, I hope they all have the best of intentions, but sometimes yeah. people just don't know how to approach a subject. So Absolutely. I think that what you're saying is like, hey, you know, telling someone this is this is what somebody said, or this is what happened, and this is how it makes me feel, you know, and finding mm. those trusted people, because I feel that if I would have told my mom, mm. I feel like when I look in the mirror, I don't see myself, and I mm -hmm. am always hungry. Like, mm -hmm. when you go through those growth spurts, hunger is a real thing. Like, really? I remember, yes, I, I was just forever hungry, and- yes you just keep eating and you don't know. And then you're shoving, you know, so it was this combination of I'm not doing sports. I'm just shoving my face with anything. I think mm -hmm. nobody really wanted to talk to me about it um, because they didn't want me to be upset or everything's just kind of a sensitive topic at that age. But I would just really implore all of the baby babes. Yes. To say it to one person because I think mm. the more that you say it, the more that you'll also know that like, you're not the only one. Mm -hmm. And it's a thing that we even still deal with today. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. it, these things, these things don't go away, but we can manage them and we can better understand. Yes. Like, how to yeah. deal with that, how to, move on because our bodies are always changing. Your metabolism is always changing. And so everything you said about understanding who the constant of you is, mm -hmm. is going to be the thing that gets you through the really, really hard times. And I'm not saying that there aren't going to be times where you're like, I can't zip up my pants. I'm really upset. <laughs> yeah. <That's cool. laughs> because let's be real. It That's happens. Real. Yes, and, and don't feel bad about it because I'm. I don't. bet you some of your friends have dealt with the same thing. They have. Yes, and I think something that is we both strongly believe in is like we want to see you guys, um, all you baby babes, all of us as women, healthy for the long haul. Like I want to see all you guys live to your like 125. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And and so that health is not only it's not the way we look on the outside, it's the way we feel on the inside. And that's part of having like a well-rounded, healthy life. And so health isn't just the way our body fit into our genes, right? It's also the way we feel about ourselves and the way we interact with our friends and how we treat people with kindness. Like there's so many things that go into health. And I think it, when I was younger, I didn't realize that I thought health was just how I fit into my clothes and the way I looked. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. so what I, the way that I've shifted my mindset and what's really helped me is like, 
I just want to be healthy. I don't want to be on a diet. I don't want to be concerned that I look a certain way. I just want to feel good inside my skin and who I am. Just like you said, like when you were looking in the mirror and you were like, I just don't feel like myself. Our goal is to feel like our best self, you know? And so Mm -hmm. when we encourage you guys to speak to someone who's safe and that's just part, that's just like a healthy life habit, you know? Oh, for sure. I think that uh, it's, I think that sometimes we forget that if we're having these feelings, someone else is. And sometimes you just have to be the braver person to start the conversation. But I can think back to so many people who I knew in middle school and high school, and we've talked about these things since. Mm -hmm. And I'm just realizing we were all feeling this way, but nobody wanted to talk about it. We all wanted to pretend that we had it all together, that, oh, I don't think about that. I'm, I'm okay. You want to, you want everyone else to think that you're okay with everything that you're wearing, how your body feels, how it's changing, because admitting anything that isn't perfect is almost like just admitting this huge failure. Yes. And that's such a, that's a, such a heavy weight. You know, nobody Mm -hmm. should have to, nobody should have to hold that weight. And something that I want to say too, is like, so this idea of you have to look a certain way for your body to be acceptable to other people, which I hope that all of the baby babes here that we're saying that you don't have to be acceptable to anyone else. Like we want you to be healthy, but there's no standard for what that looks like besides, you know, yes, there is a standard for it, but the standard that society has for it is not the standard that is realistic for the average young woman. Like when you go to the doctor and they say that you're okay, then you just need to trust that. Because I've yeah. been to the doctor before where I am what is considered, you know, and I guess if we're going to be vulnerable, I've been where yeah. I've gained weight and technically I was obese. And the doctor mm. looked at me and they, she was like, but you're not. Like these words yeah. and these things that have been attributed to how we look at our bodies uh, uh. Can, be, can can be detrimental. And so... So I hope that makes sense. Like we need to be, you know, healthy and be mindful of the things that we're doing. But overall, the standards that we have for what is acceptable of a woman's body is that there is no way that average people can achieve that. It's you have to be superhuman to do to do some of these things. And, you know, for instance, Muscle takes up less weight than fat does. I was just at the, I was just at the doctor for a physical and she was like, oh, you know, you lost four pounds from last year. You're doing really great, but my body has significantly changed just in its shape. So something I also want to encourage is like that it's sometimes it's not just about the numbers on the scale. Sometimes it is like that thing of how you feel. It is Mm -hmm. that thing of you feel good, you know that you're doing the best things for your body to get you through the long haul of life. And that's all you need, right? Like, absolutely. 
It's like life and health and your body is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Like, you know, and we we want to see all of you guys thriving and loving your life and being happy. Like attaining yeah. perfection and striving for perfection in your body does not lead to happiness. You may think that if you look like the girls you see on Instagram and you wear the clothes they wear, you do the things externally that they do that you will be happy. And I can just tell you from someone who works in the industry, who works behind the scenes, who sees a lot of people on camera, that is not real and that is not happiness. Um, and we want happiness and health for your body. It's not perfection, you know? And like Amanda said, like, I want to see all you guys enjoying your life and having a ton of fun and enjoying the age that you're at, not spending those years striving for something else, you know? Yes. And that made me think really quick of, um, when I was in, when I was in Italy last year, my mom and I went and we were, we took this uh, boat around the Isle of the, the Island of Capri and Mm -hmm. it was a beautiful day. And my mom had said, you know, oh, should we bring our swimsuits because you can jump off of the boat and go swimming. And sadly, right, it would have been. But sadly, in my head, my body wasn't at a place where I felt comfortable in my bathing suit Mm. in front of all of those people. Mm. So I did not go swimming off of the island of Capri in Italy because I was worried about what people who I would never see again in my entire life might think. Mm. And you know what happens is that we get there. It's hot. It's so hot. I was wearing capris and, um, which sounds like very old, but it's not, you know, like they were just shorter. They were cool. Anyway. They were cool. Okay. I was really cool. Um, you look no, but right. I got a, I got a shin tan line um, <laughs> because I was outside because I, anyway, so I'm sitting on this boat. I have a shin tan line yeah. and I'm watching all of these people. Oh. And I just remember having this moment though, where, cause there's a bunch of boats. It's really awesome. There's all of these people are on boats and people are just jumping off and swimming. And I felt this pang of guilt that I had shamed myself and my body saying that I wasn't worthy of swimming with these people off the coast of Italy because it, my body wasn't perfect. And then I'm looking at everyone else thinking, but nobody else's body out here is really perfect. They're just enjoying themselves. And that's yeah. what I saw. I didn't see their bodies in those bathing suits or whatever. I saw them enjoying life. And then I felt yeah. even worse that I wasn't enjoying my own life. Ah. So mm. I will go back. I will get back. Don't you worry. Girl, that is go my back. mission now. Yo, I love See, and look, look, that's turned out for the good because now you have a reason to go back and you have a story to tell that's going to encourage all of us that, like, that, like you said, that perfection does not get you here. It's about enjoying the moment and enjoying the life that you have and the season that you're in. You're letting your body breathe and be what it is in its healthiest place and, like, I think that's so beautiful. I love that story. I I think it's a great story for other people and that it makes me feel bad, but I yeah. 
I can think of so many times, even when I was younger and I wouldn't go swimming or I wouldn't do X, Y, and Z because you don't feel good. The truth is, is that in 10 years, none of those people who you're with are going to remember. Absolutely. They're not even going to, they, because honestly, this is a tad bit of advice too. So many times we think people are watching us. We get so preoccupied with how other people feel about us. But if we're feeling this way, think about how much more they are. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like everyone is in their own head all the time. And what an opportunity we have as confident baby babes to, instead of worrying about what the way we're looking, instead reach out and make other people feel comfortable in their own bodies. Yeah. You know, like I think there's something so powerful about a baby babe, about a young woman that is confident and is concerned about the people around her and making them feel more confident. And I think that's the opportunity that we all have with our bodies is to instead turn out and go, you know what, Amanda, we're jumping off this boat. You look amazing. And all the Italian men are going to be so happy, you know what I mean? <laughs> or whatever it is. <laughs> Each other to be like we're gonna have a blast you know and like yeah super, super cool way to like think about it i i think that's also a perfect way to end this whole thing um oh my God. cal callie thank you so much for for coming on and talking about this i think it's it's a really important conversation to also have and talk about some of our pain points yeah of, of growing and uh, I think that I think that a lot of people will hopefully hear this and be encouraged, and then also just pay it forward and try and bring kindness Absolutely. to the next person. Absolutely, I love it. Let's all spread body kindness any opportunity we can because I think it's just so so powerful. And I love you. I'm so honored to be your friend. I adore being this podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I'm sending just so much love to the baby babes. We are so proud of you already. I know you guys are going to change the world without a doubt. Yes. And, and tell all of the baby babes where they can find you. Oh my gosh. Yes. So I am love cooks. That is L U V C O K S like Southern love kind of love. And I'm on YouTube as love cooks. Check out my channel. I have a lot of fun, alternative eating friendly recipes. I like vin, paleo, dairy-free, gluten-free, all that fun stuff on the channel. And I love cooks on Instagram and on the World Wide Web. So check out, peeps. Yes, do it. Ah, mm. baby babes, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, don't ever yes. feel alone because there is an army of women behind you who have been there before. We got you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you haven't done it already, head on over to amandapollock.com. If you have an email, if you have access to an email, or if it's your parents' email, get on that newsletter. There's all kinds of fun things that I send out. And I can't wait to be with you soon.